What's Appalachian? All small towns, I feel like, in it, in themselves, have something to offer. Whether you, you you have got to sit down as a group, or you know whatever committee, whatever, and peel back the layers as of what you're what you're gonna face. Welcome back, everybody, to our next episode of What's Appalachian. Uh, it's Gabe Roush here with Cody Greathouse as we uh, kick off our. Uh, Episode one, which we're really excited about. Yeah, yeah, uh, super excited. I've, uh, you know, I'll just go ahead and throw it out there. I feel like, uh, you know, the episode zero was was pretty popular with some people. You know what I mean? I mean, for just starting out, kind of small. Like, I was pretty excited to see the the feedback that we were receiving. Yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's been great. You know, and and that's a shout out to you guys. Thank you guys for, you know, giving us some feedback in terms of. Uh, how things are going for us? What you guys thought of the uh, what you guys thought of the podcast episode zero and things like that, guys? I can tell you, uh, we have some exciting, exciting things coming up for you guys in terms of guests and ideas that we have that uh, that have that have been thrown at us in terms of this podcast. I'm just the direction we're going to take. Yeah, this is, I'm, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty stoked for this. So, uh, guys, hopefully, hopefully, we've made uh, some fans out of you guys, and and you want to continue to. Follow along with our with our journey here in terms of sitting in a basement with two microphones in front of Gabe and I. See where we go from here. So. Yeah, yeah, and, and we'll be on more platforms here in the very near future. Yeah, uh, I've been working on that, fighting with uh, some technology, but I think uh, we we'll get it figured out. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyways, I guess uh, we'll move on to our first segment. Um, so, Cody. What are you drinking to tonight, man? Ah, oh, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to drink to the positivity that we got from episode one. I'm not going to lie, dude. I'm pretty stoked that people people enjoyed uh, enjoyed listening to the podcast, thought it was pretty unique. Um, I, I felt like a lot of people gave us some great feedback, um, you know, that, that I, I respect a lot and, and, and things of that sort. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to take a swig to the to the... Episode zero being a success, man. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. No, no, no. I, I agree with that, man. Like we weren't one hundred percent sure where this would, where we would take this, but I mean, I think we had a good, well, good I, first step in, yeah, in where we were, where we wanted to go. Yeah, and I thought I thought it was funny because you know we we racked our brains so much in terms of. Uh, things we wanted to include in the podcast, like had pencil and paper mapping this stuff out. <laughs> we want to structure then, it, and then yeah, we and just kind of and then we just sit down and BS our way through. I remember just looking at you and be like, "Dude, let's just go with it." And here we are. You know, uh, I think that's the best part about it is because you know we have very little written down. Uh, we we just you know pretty much fire at the hip here with uh, well, you know it, with it concepts, it, and it, it it makes it a little. It's more genuine. Yeah. Most it's, definitely, most definitely. more original. But yeah, what about you, dude? What are you taking a swig to tonight? Well, I know you're waiting to crack that beer, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you know what I'm drinking too. It's right now. It's November second. Tomorrow okay. is November third. Yeah, it's election day. Oh, okay. People won't be hearing this until at least the third or fourth. Probably. But not, you know yeah. what? I'm going to drink to the election. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I mean, some good stuff's going to come out of this, regardless of which end of the spectrum you're in, on, I guess. 
But yeah. uh, for me, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff very special happen within the state of West Virginia. Yeah, I, I agree. To be honest. Like, I, I mean, you know, p- people get caught up on uh, national politics and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know we're generally not going to be political, but uh, for me, I think the state of West Virginia is, could potentially see a lot of positive changes after... After tomorrow. Most definitely, dude. Um, I'll give you a little clink to that. Yeah, yeah. A little clinky. And to kind of expand on that a little bit, which, I mean, I was involved a little bit with this during my city council run, but the the West Virginia Can't Wait movement. Yeah. Like, there are still dozens of uh, folks that signed, that pledged onto that movement. Yeah. That are still in the running, that made it past the primary and are, are fighting through this general election. And, right. I mean, and if anybody out there might not be familiar with the West Virginia Can't Wait Movement and it's a grassroots movement that was kind of kicked off by uh, Stephen Smith, who ran for governor. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, didn't make it past the uh, primary. However, there were I think a total of nine. Uh, there were dozens and dozens of people that signed on the pledge, and still dozens and dozens made it past the primary. They're yeah. still running for uh, House of Delegates, State Senate, um, county level positions, city level positions, stuff like that. Um, so it's grassroots based. I mean, yep. it, it's it's a movement that just empowers just normal, average folks that just want to see something happen. And it's just yeah. And it's not. I, I mean, I knew I know that it sounds more like a democratic idea, like democratic party idea. No, but I, it's 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 nonpartisan. Right. There, there were people on both sides of the of the spectrum that were yeah. involved with that. So I, I'm excited about what that movement's going to bring after. Uh, after tomorrow and well and you know my thing is when it comes to you know the whole grassroots thing uh you know i don't think of democrat or republican when i look at grassroots i look at people that just want to make a difference yeah that are are tired of establishment yeah that that just want to see positive change and not just pandering to a certain platform that caters to a party, right? Yeah, and so. and I, you know, props to W for that, man. You know, it's a, it's, um, it's, it's a unique movement, man. It I'm really hoping, is. I, I'm hoping that it's not, it's not just a finished thing after this. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, that's 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 it. I mean, I respect that. I, I'll, I like. I'll that. drink a couple of that. Oh, oh yeah, and we will. Yeah. Oh, we will. Yeah. So uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about a little bit of uh, of something that. I think has made a positive impact here within our community in mm-hmm. Point Pleasant, West Virginia. And um, most people may have seen it on social media. Uh, the social media pages are Get to the Point. Yeah, within our um, area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I just thought it was something that we should really kind of bring to the table and discuss a little more in depth that most most folks might not be aware of, of kind of like how that all started. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, Realistically, and I'm you know I'll just say it like I think this is the first time Gabe and I have actually sat down and reflected upon the whole idea of get to the point and why it started and where we started it and and, and uh, you know everything like that um, and you know guys like like we've said this is off the cuff and and this is really the first time we have sat down and actually kind of reminisced on how it started what we did. We, you know, and where it is now. Yeah, I sit here right now trying to rack my brain in terms of you know, I know the impact it made, but at the end of the day, like, man, yeah, it was just such a. 
I don't know. I don't even know the words to describe it. It's kind of uh, enlightening, I guess. Like it was just kind of a. It's just cool. An epiphany. It's it's pretty neato. Oh God. Yeah, (laughs) I'll drink to that. (laughs) Unless he said I say that. Uh, No, but but get to the point. Um, The way this all kind of started and kicked off, like I I think I was like newly on council, Mm -hmm. and then at that point in time, Ashley Wamsley. Well, excuse me, Ashley Morrison. Mm she had reached out to me asking if uh, myself and anybody else that I might know would be interested in kind of getting together, meeting up with a few other people that want to be civically involved, involved in the community, mm-hmm. and finding a way that we'd bring a little bit more positivity, a positive view yeah. to Point Pleasant. And I think, what, there's probably eight folks that showed up to that first meeting? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say eight. Yeah, and roughly. It, and it was just... It was just really laid back. Uh, we met at the Mothman Museum for that. Yeah. Um, and thinking back, uh, it it was everybody just had good ideas. They had energy. That they just wanted to see a positive change. We just yeah. didn't know what direction to take. What, yeah. Where, what direction? Where, like, where we were going? It like was we, just. Yeah. Man, uh, you know, I just remember sitting there like, you know, we're all brainstorming, coming up with ideas, you know, and then it got to the point where it was just like. Okay, these are great ideas, but uh, what are we going to do with these ideas? Yeah, and and I remember Ashley talking about like we just need to like reverse the curse. That always yeah. stuck with me. Yeah. Um, of yeah. Point Pleasant, that I, if anybody is familiar with Point Pleasant, go ahead. You go hear about it. the curse of chief the cor- yeah, curse of Chief Cornstalk. Yeah. And how that might still be playing in today if you're into that, and how we're just kind of not where we should be. Right. And I think everybody that was in that first meeting was just like, we have the potential, we have this, we have that. Yeah. We just have to put this all together and right. show people that it's possible. Yeah. And and it's not so much about convincing people outside of Point Pleasant what was possible, but convincing everybody that lived yeah. within Point Pleasant that this is actually a pretty cool place. Yeah. And a lot of stuff can go on here. Right. If you take advantage of what you had, right, and and I think I think that was uh, one of the biggest hurdles that we had to overcome was facing um, some of the naysayers in terms of you know because we created a Facebook page and and kind of went mm-hmm. with social media and, and things like that. It was the easiest way to reach it was. the reach people in our area. Yeah, because I mean at the end of the day, you know, technology is growing. I mean, look at us sitting here in a basement with you know empty bush light cans and and a MacBook. And a and couple of microphones, thirty dollars like, microphones. Exactly. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, like uh, you know, we we reached out, we we did our thing, and and uh, went through social media, and we got we we caught some backlash from some people, like ah, uh, you know, that this has been this has been attempted so many times before, guys. You just have another no, group. Yeah, you have no idea what you're getting into, and and there's going to be a lot of negativity with this, and and you know, like I said before, this has been done before, and then it's failed, and I'm sitting here thinking, you know. I, I, you know, Gabe at the time, I was probably, what, 26? I don't know. And, and you know, we're it, what I'm saying is, you know, we were younger and, and you know, hungry and, and ready for a change. And, you know, because at the end of the day, and, and you guys that are coming from small town America and or in Appalachia, you know, um, all small towns, I feel like, in it, in themselves have something to offer. Whether you, you, you have got to sit down as a group or you know whatever a committee whatever and peel back the layers as mm-hmm. of what you're what you're gonna face 
what what you're what's going to be entailed in the whole mission. You know, realistically, you've got to create a mission and a vision for what you want to accomplish. And I feel like when we started to get to the point, we did. Yeah. You know, we wanted more small business. We wanted more people on Main Street. We wanted to make Main Street what it was before. Mm-hmm. Um, and go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I mean, and just. Any any small town, you have to fight negativity, and fighting negativity is an uphill battle. It is, regardless of where you're from. Yeah, and I felt like that was, especially right off the bat, that was our main goal. Yeah, it was. Even with, especially with social media, because we just kind of took the idea of we are going to spread nothing but positivity. Yeah, we're going to share the good stuff, the yeah. silver lining. I mean, everybody hears about the bat, the bad everything yeah and at the end of the day like we're here mm-hmm. you know we're in small town america we are a small town in west virginia yeah. uh, you know one of the largest states in terms of stereotypes <laughs> in, in the united states in my opinion and we're here we're living it we, we have two options we can sit here and and decide to just remain stagnant stay complacent and and, and be competent and, and be yeah and be uh you know fine with where we're at or you know, let let's take some let's take some risks here. You yeah. know, and then that, that's what we sat down and discussed. Let's take some risks here. You know, what the hell? Why not? Why not go out and start a business and throw it on Main Street and see what the hell happens? You know, yeah. why not work with one another and you know collaborate on on how to be successful here? Yeah. Um. And, and one thing I will say that small towns have is that is that following. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. If if they believe in you and they trust in you as a person and a, and a human being, they're they're gonna. They're gonna buy in. Yeah, and and, and it doesn't. We've ta- seen that. Yeah, it doesn't take masses of people initially. No. Like, I mean, it can be just a couple buddies that are just like, hey, so hey, you know, they're they're trying to get this going, like, and then they've got a couple other buddies and are like, man, that is kind of cool. Yeah. And then that just kind of spreads. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that we're gonna have no, five thousand people in, in the first anything that we do or anything. But what but, we've seen, you but know, it works. yeah, and and what we've seen up to this point is is once we start to get to the point. Um, you know, we had a couple people within that group kind of take that risk and say, you know what, what the hell, uh, let's let's throw caution to the wind here and, and open a small business on Main yeah, Street. Yeah, Ashley and, and uh, Marquita and, yeah, and, Kelsey. and Kelsey. And, you know, uh, they they took that and, and ran with it, and it grew. And now what we see here on in Point Pleasant is our Main Street is booming now, guys. Like, in a town that was dead where we were told – almost weekly that this would not happen <laughs> ever there's no way you know with, with corporations coming through like walmart across the river in ohio it, it is not doable guys you're you're wasting a, your time yeah. that that was one of the biggest things that stuck out to me was that people were telling us we were wasting our time and and, and i can, positions that probably should have been supporting such an effort right like local leaders right and that that was was it discouraging yes but man did it make it yeah, sweet victory just yeah. to see even the slightest you look bit of progress. Now. You look now, you know, you, you go down to Main Street on a, on a Saturday, and and people are shopping, mm-hmm. and you know we have we have food trucks down there, uh, people that want to come down there and, and set up. Uh, we have new restaurants starting. We have everything, and and you know another big thing that that uh, you know Gabe and I were, 
you know, lucky enough to be on our tourism committee as well mm-hmm. uh, before we made the city council. And, and I just remember the biggest thing from that group of people is just like, you can't do anything here because we don't have hotels. There are no hotels here. Yeah, and like that was like, like that was the a brick wall that, that kept us from for us. progress. Yeah. And, and I'm sitting here thinking, you know, what the hell we have? You know, we have a Hilton and, and a couple great hotels across the river. There should be no reason as to why people should not be spending money yeah. over here. And staying over in Galpolis, and 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 Galpolis is a small town in southeastern Ohio. In case you guys aren't uh, aren't from around here, but they've been doing great things as well. Yeah. And and you know we'll we'll meet with a couple people from Galpolis as well uh, in future episodes out of uh, Cody Caldwell and a couple others that have that have done a great job uh, moving Galpolis in the right direction. And mm-hmm. I feel like you know uh, the the ironic thing to me. Um, as somebody that's grown up here in Point Pleasant, um, is that we have taken a rivalry with Galpolis to a different level of cities competing to outdo each other now, mm-hmm. which is a, which is very 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 healthy to me. Oh yeah, uh, well that's I mean, dude, I, you know, it started on the football field back in whenever. Yeah. The 1950s, whatever. I, I have no idea. You know, and it's grown. And I don't even know if it's necessarily a competition versus it's if someone sets a bar a little higher, then someone wants to reach or surpass that yeah. bar. Yeah. Uh, I, a competition. Because like, go ahead. I, don't, I don't like the idea of a competition. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go against you here. No, man. it's all right. No, because like the competition is healthy. It is. I, I don't see it so much, maybe as much as a rivalry per se. No, and maybe that's no. what, we're, what we're, though. I know there are a lot of people that live within small towns, yeah, and and they see that that pushing of one another mm-hmm. as a competition, and it's well, they've got this, so we should have this, yeah. or, or or vice versa, yeah. And I, I don't know, I, raising the bar for one another, healthy, yeah, yeah, no, a I rivalry agree with competition. Unnecessary, yeah. counterproductive, especially right. if you're a small. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, in I know what you're just, saying. Yeah, but at the end of the day, regardless, I feel like it's made both of our communities better. Oh, for sure. Uh, for I sure. feel like that's one where we've both grown. You know, yeah. I think of, I think of small business over in Galpolis in terms of you know Guy Ginther and 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 other business owners over there. Yeah. Um, and then I look over here, and it's the same thing, guys. It's it's yeah. people in a in a small community that just want to make a difference, and they want to invest. They exactly. want to invest in their own community for the right reasons. Exactly, and I feel like that's what people are doing now Yeah. Uh, in terms of both communities. And, and um, I'm going to kind of reel this back to kind ahead. of get to the point. Yeah. I mean, we started that, what, 2016, mm-hmm. 2017? Yeah. That, I mean, I say we started it. I mean, it was just more of an idea more than it was No. Exactly. an actual, like... But we had people that jumped on board, right? Yeah, we had folks that jumped on board that bought into just the vision of just creating a more positive environment within a small community mm-hmm. that was used to just being like, ah, we're never going to be anything. Right, yeah. And since then, let's just talk about the small business oh generation that started Dude. over then. Like, I mean, I'd say close to 10 businesses have o- opened, I mean, not necessarily, and I don't want to say that get to the point, the idea of get to the point is the sole reason, but I say that it's a pretty Dude, decent, say, it's a contributing factor. I'll say it's a big, I say, it, you know, and this is just me, uh, I think it was a big influence. I, I think, you know, in terms of this whole thing, I think Ashley took a step Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and took a gamble on what she believed in, what we believed in. Yeah. 
They um, opened their business. And then they opened their business. Other people were sitting on the back, kind of sitting here testing, like kind of Wanting sticking their to. toe in the water, like, ah, let's, let's see how Ashley does with hairs. And then, you know, and, and my thing is, and guys, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have Ashley come on. Uh, we're in spoiler alert. We're gonna have her as a guest here in the next yeah, couple next of, in, in the next episode. And and you know what she did, uh, I respect what, what they so did. much. Yeah. yeah, like what right. her Kelsey and Marquita yeah. were able to get started on Main Street. Yeah, talk uh, much. It's, and and people have followed suit with that. Yeah, um, and it's a model that I would encourage anybody that's interested in any other small town that they're just trying to get a little bit of economic development. Yeah. To try, like, their business model is essentially a yep. small business incubator. It is. Because what out of their business, and I, and then she'll be able to talk a little bit more in detail with this. Yeah. Like, I'd say at least three other small businesses mm-hmm. have kind of spurred just from their co-op. Yeah. So, it, it's crazy just how this is all Yeah, and, and my thing is, unfolded. if I could throw a quote to it. And, and, you know, our listeners, I, I coach varsity basketball at our high school, too. You know, I always tell our kids, and it has so much depth to it if you, if you think about it. Find a way to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Taking a step out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and take a risk yeah. to benefit yourselves, benefit your community, and, and, and whatever, you know, whatever reaches from there yeah um and that's something that's something i've heard a i heard a college coach speak on that one time of, of being comfortable being uncomfortable and that's always stuck yeah. out to me in terms of you know take a step outside of the box and and take a risk every once in a while you know mm, what i mean nothing will happen unless yeah. someone takes that first step exactly man. and yeah. i think i think got you know get to the point uh for us i think that was that first step of of uh learning how to be comfortable being yeah. uncomfortable, you know, I, I think of, um, you know, we did this whole social media thing and we did this outreach and then, you know, we had a meeting one night and, and we said, the commu- hell, community conversation, let's, let's that community was conversation, community, the community conversation. I'm going to interrupt. Go ahead, here. dude. The community conversation was almost scandalous. It really was. It was controversial because like there were a handful of people who thought this whole get to the point idea was a political agenda. Yeah. And they thought we were wasn't. trying to piece people together to run for certain offices yeah. and this and that. And we were, that, which was laughable. Yeah. Cause it was just a, I mean, yeah, I was on city council, but, but like still other people were just like, Hey, we want to see a positive change. Like, I think we're going to buy into this. They're seeing what we're trying to put, push out on social media, just promoting point pleasant. Yeah. The small things of point pleasant that other people would be just overlook. Yeah. And they came to the community conversation with high hopes, yeah. There was a what? There were sixty to seventy people there, dude. Yeah, it, crammed were, into the basement of, uh, of a church. church. Yeah, and I mean, I think it was good. I think people saw what we were trying to do, yeah. and I think some people were there to just be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, we we're not going to buy into this because that takes too much effort." Yeah, but which was on fine. the flip it side. Is is. On yeah. the flip side, there were others who were just like, "I see what you're doing. I appreciate it. Yeah, you keep doing what you're doing." I'll do what I can to support you. You're right. I and, mean, and the and and it's it's an eighty twenty thing. I feel like eighty mm-hmm. percent of those people were that way. They yeah. were. I'm here to support you. I'm here to do oh, whatever you need me to do. And then the other twenty were just like, ah, okay, I just want to get a feel for what these guys were about. Uh, yeah. 
you know, if, good luck to you, but you'll probably fail. Yeah. So, so kind of, to kind of reel that back, a community conversation is, is something that we learned from Try This West Virginia um, to kind of engage the community, members of the community, on what kind of positive change we would like to see yeah. as a whole, not just the the what ten of us that had met a couple times yeah. at that point with the whole get to the point idea, and we were like. We want, we want to get buy-in. I mean, we had people from the West Virginia Community Development Hub mm-hmm. come down to be like, to kind of see what we had going on. And I remember the feedback from them, like, you guys got this under control. Yeah, you don't need us. <laughs> like, exactly. I don't, know like, why, I don't know why we're here. Yeah, because... Yeah, That's exactly cause what the feedback I, I was. I had reached out to them right. to be like, hey, we're wanting to do this for the community and get this started. Would yep. you guys want to come down? And they did come down, and they are like, you guys got this. Yeah. So the community conversation was essentially we were just like, hey, if you're interested in seeing positive change, we want to talk about yeah. it. And we just kind of talked about where we want to take Point Pleasant. Literally Just as citizens. Floor. Essentially yeah. as citizens. Not, I mean, I mean, yeah, I was on city council, but like, for the most part. You were the only part, one. Yeah, I was the only one. Was on Everybody else, is, it was just like true citizens yeah. wanting to make positive change. Yeah. And it was, man, that was awesome. Dude, it, it was. It and was. Th- and then from there, I mean, let, let, let's... Let's talk about like everybody that was involved yeah. or wanted to be involved. They stepped up and took over the block party for Point Pleasant, which is yep. essentially a Halloween celebration that takes place after trick or treat. And that thing exploded. Dude, it was nuts. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, and I think that was the real, um, I don't want to say the, the first real test. I don't think it was a test. I think it was just the real first opportunity yeah yeah uh, for, for us sure. to show what we can do and and us with, our with, small with positive group. attitudes yeah like that, that's all we were yeah I putting remember, out you know, we reached out got an inflatable uh, that uh maze. haunted maze that you know a tarp goes over top of it and it's just black out and yeah. you know we have people hidden in there you know just it's, so many volunteers man like it, it was and that's why i refer back to the 80 20 is just like that 80 percent showed up that night yeah. Uh, and the twenty stayed home because like they got to sit they got to sit back and see on social media what big of a bang and and how much noise we made yeah down yeah. on Main Street for one of the you know one of the larger block parties that we've had in a while uh, and you know you guys understand coming from small communities you know when you have community celebrations like that yeah. usually they're pretty big don't get me wrong but. Man, uh, everything looked, was everything was free. You know, we we had we had a great. We were showing movies. Uh, we had these. the full on community support that we had been looking for. Yeah, and it was there, and it, and it was in full effect. And I loved Main Street. Looked every like, bit of it. Main Street looked almost like the Mothman Festival in terms of how packed the street was. Yeah, and the best part was they were all locals. Yeah, that yeah. was the best part. It was just jam packed. Everybody was just out. Taking part in this celebration, yeah, and it, it was a good first opportunity. It was, for it was, and sure. and you know, uh, like I said, it wasn't a test. It was just an opportunity to show mm-hmm. uh, what we were capable of doing, and and it's it's just spiraled from there, man. You know, and we wanted it to be not so much like, oh, this is a get to point to get to the point project, but we wanted it to be more of like an opportunity to inspire others to become involved. Yeah. And it did, and, and, and which is another goal of what our idea of the right. point was. Like, hey, this is doable. If you want to do something, take the bull by the horn, man. Yeah, and do it. Uh, and, and you know, 
going back just to where other people sat on the sideline, I was just like, ah, I'm going to see how this plays out with her in mm-hmm. terms of Ashley opening counterpoint. Like, I feel like it was the same thing with, with the block party. Uh, I feel like people yeah. were on the sideline like, yeah, let's see how this block party just plays block. out. It's just the block party. And then once it was such a big hit, people were just like, okay, you know. They bought in. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. Yeah, that's, man, that's the best part. And, and another thing that just blows my mind is the folks that were originally involved with Get to the Point, I feel like they really took it seriously and stepped up to the, up to the plate and where they've made it now. Yeah. I mean, I think every, oh, sing, every single Hands person down. that was at that meeting has become a small business owner yeah. or a public official because mm-hmm. you and I are both on city council yeah. and Nathan's on city council now. Yeah. Um, Ashley... Uh, Carson is now on the school board. Yeah. She was at one of those meetings. Right. I mean, and then, what, two or three others have become small business well, look owners. What, look what we've done, you know, and I'm just going to throw it out there. You know, Gabe and I, uh, we paired up uh, with with my brother-in-law, and, and we opened up a little vegetable stand in the summer. Like, <laughs> hey, I guess we're kind of considered small produce, business. Dude, and and I hate now. to consider myself. Yeah, we are, but, like, and I hate to consider we're, myself. We're doing yeah. it for fun. Yeah. But, but like, it, and once again, man, you know, you, you think of this whole thing, be comfortable being uncomfortable. Like, I know nothing for our listeners out there, like, nothing <laughs> about farming or gardening or anything. And my brother-in-law... Uh, took me under his wing, and, and and I was able to learn, and he taught me everything he could uh, in terms of how to how to do this, and to go out and have the support uh, that we had opening up our first business with HA Produce um, was was phenomenal. Our year just by just slinging veggies, dude, just going down and and yeah. you know picking and growing and whatever like. Making tomato juice, and even though I love to mix the tomato juice in my beer, like making a red eye, yeah, yeah I guess are... other people use it for other. Is that an Appalachian thing? I a red eye is Appalachian. I don't know. I, other people used it for chili and things. Like yeah. I've never heard of that. I just like to mix it in my beer. And we're um, way off topic. <laughs> but anyway, the small business that we started <laughs> was great. So. That I attribute to that, but yeah. seriously, to to reel it back in, guys, I think the biggest theme of this whole podcast here, this episode, is you know, don't be scared to to uh, go against what the majority. I wouldn't even say the majority. majority. What Just, what the negativity says? Yeah, um, because that's what we had. To, that's what we had to endure is, is a lot of negativity. But yeah. if you guys see the true potential in what you could become as a city or as a small town. You know, chase it. Yeah, find uh, a couple other like-minded people that see that potential also. That's all we did. They are there yeah. within your community. If if we could find ten people in a small town of what forty two hundred, yeah, then I'm sure any other town can at least find five or six, and yeah. that's all it takes because they know people. They can convince those other people to buy in, just yeah. like we talked about earlier. Yeah, and th- and then you're seeing some pro- positive progress. Yeah, and it and this doesn't have to be like a this can be small ball. Mm-hmm. Small ball can win a, a, a ball game. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if, if, if you just bun around, like, there you go. Yeah. Like, just a small event, a small project, a small business. Yeah. That that gets momentum building, and 
Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm curious, you know, and I'll just throw it out there in terms of uh, our listeners. You know, uh, we had a decent um, size group of people listen to the first podcast. And I don't know if a lot of them were from Point Pleasant or whatever, but, like, I, I challenge some of you guys, uh, you know, if, if you're willing to share what you guys have done in your small community, reach out to us uh, yeah. at, at whatshappalachian at gmail.com. Uh, we want to share that email. too. Yeah, shoot us an email. Let let us know what you guys have accomplished in your small towns. I think that's a great opportunity for us to uh, not only you know learn of each other's experiences, but to also collaborate and maybe you know uh, exchange some ideas here yeah, and there. Um, for sure. But at the end of the day, uh, you know anything. It's like Kevin Garnett said from the Celtics in that notable YouTube video. Anything's possible. Gabe doesn't watch basketball, but mm. Kevin Garnett's like, anything's possible. Yeah, I, I believe in you. I believe in you. <laughs> but, but anyways, guys, with Get to the Point, if you're kind of interested in following along with what that's about and checking more of it out, um, you can find Get to the Point on Instagram and fa- Facebook at, uh, at Get to the Point West Virginia. Excuse me. At Get to the Point Dove V. Um, you'll, you'll find it there. You can check out all the artsy fartsy photos and everything that we try to share, try to promote that's positive within town, especially with small business and everything. So, um, that's, that's what it's all about is just creating a, a positive light to kind of shine out the negative shadow. So, um, check it out. So now it's time for one of our favorite segments. (laughs) What grinds my beard? Yeah. Yeah. I love my beard, and I don't like it being grinded on. No, I did that back oh. at the beginning of the pandemic, and it was... Mm, I'm not a fan. You grinded on my beard at the beginning of the pandemic? No, no, I grinded my beard off. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. you shaved it. Okay. I grind your beard. Or... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're going to move on. So, what grinds my beard, I... You know, it kind of it kind of goes off of uh, it. It kind of goes along with the theme tonight um, in terms of you know negativity and things like that. You know, dude, you want to know what really grinds my beard? What's that, man? Dude, I, I hate it when people do not want to believe in something that that could possibly be done. I, I think of yeah. a lot of things, um, not just get to the point or anything like that. I always look back at you know as a coach I watch a lot of professional athletes and I remember them just saying you know I remember a teacher told me that this couldn't happen and blah 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 like mm-hmm. you know one of the biggest things that, that I believe is why not yeah why not what's the worst that could happen what yeah what, what, why would I tell somebody they couldn't do something uh, especially if it's going to benefit me in the long run or my oh, community sure. in the long run why would I want to sit there and say that it couldn't happen or you know I guess at the end of the day negative people suck Native people are lazy. Yeah, and and at the end of the day, uh, why why I don't understand why people want to take that step to go out and say, hey, that's not going to happen. That can't happen. You'll never be able to do this. Uh, and I know a lot of people are sitting here probably thinking, you know, there are a lot of scenarios where I could look at somebody and say, well, that couldn't happen, you know. But at the end of the day, why say it? Yeah, just you know, when just, when you could just sit there and just. Watch something unfold in front of you, and watch it. Uh, Even if you don't believe it, it. yeah. Like, who if you're not a believer in it, just be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah." Good, good luck with that, man. Don't even mention it. Uh, there, there are too many people nowadays that that want to want to jump at the fact that something can't be done, or yeah. they want to jump and lurch at the fact that well, that's, that's, they were the first ones to say that it couldn't be done, and, and want to 
want to be the first one to say I told you so that something couldn't happen and like I am I'm here That's to tell the you easiest route yeah I'm here to tell you that it is and I, and I tell my students this in class all the time it, it is so much easier to look at somebody and laugh or or tell them that it can't happen rather than to pick someone up and, and help them achieve the goal they want to achieve mm-hmm. you you think as a society if we were to sit here and, and help one another achieve common goals, and I'm not even talking politics here. I'm talking goals that want to be achieved. We think mm-hmm. of, and, and I will rein it back to, to uh, get to the point. Like, if, if we took these people, these, like you had said, these elected officials that said this will never happen, it's been done, but it's, it, people have tried it before. If they would have just jumped on board and, and went with us, um, I don't understand why... Uh, you know, if they would have done that, it, it could have, you know, I'm not going to say it would have played out differently because, you know, we've succeeded. But my thing is, <laughs> it could have been, <laughs> it could have been a little bit different in terms of, uh, how big things could have become. Yeah. Uh, I just, and, and, and you guys look at this vibe as we record more episodes. I, I just hate negativity. You know, our, our world is encompassed in negativity nowadays and, and it is so hard, so hard uh, to find positivity in the world today, so many people want to focus on the bad things, um, and we mm. simply forget about the good things that that could that could happen. Um, and some may say that that you know we're sitting on hope or or we're sitting here uh, trying to be hopeful or whatever. But you know, at the end of the day, um, sometimes it's all some people have. Yeah. Um, and, and to be able to be on somebody's side. Um, and 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 have their back in a time where they're trying to uh, jump into this whole realm of being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Uh, to me, being able to sit there and say this can't be done, um, just me personally, I, I always take that as a challenge. As you know, I'm going to do this. You know, I think that's what we did. We yeah. get to the point is you know shut the hell up, get out of my way. Yeah. If you're going to sit and bitch, then then. And we'll do it without you. And that's had a ripple effect. It has. No, you can't start a small business on Main Street. That place is dead. Bullshit. Counterpoint. Yeah. Uh, Lemon and Lavender. Yeah. The Vault. Yeah. Kelsey's about to start her second business down there yeah. with Silver Market. I mean, boom. Yeah. And and here we are. You know, our, our city's grown. Uh, people are coming from all over. We were cool before because we had Mothman. Right. And we had history. We were cool. Yeah. And people just didn't capitalize on that. Right. Other than just a couple people who saw it, but not everybody. Well... We're getting to that point. Yeah. And and, and you look at at Mothman Festival, and I'm just saying this from our our point of view. I don't mean to... Biggest moneymaker in Biggest moneymaker in Point Pleasant. I don't give a shit if he's real or not. Yeah. Yeah. Not just for the museum. Exactly. But for everybody that's on Main Street. You when you bring fifty thousand people, or or uh, one million people, a billion people, a billion people. 50, uh, <laughs> when you bring <laughs> roughly ten to fifteen thousand people, people, yeah, for to festival, our small town for weekend. a festival over complete folklore, like, dude, that that's that's huge. And you still have people bitch about it. You have they, people they bitch. You have people, mouth, man. Yeah, you have people bitch about the traffic. I know. We're a small town with, like you said, 4,200 people. It's like, just, of course there's going to be traffic. It's the same people that are like, Expected. man, I remember back in the 60s, this place used to be bustling. Yeah, but there was traffic then. But I hate that Mothman Festival because the traffic. The damn traffic. 
But you know, you understand I, what I'm saying. You know, there's always going to be somebody that wants to nitpick on how something, you know, something that is super successful mm-hmm. uh, and something that will continue to be super successful. Yeah. They're gonna, there's going to be somebody out there that's going to bitch about yeah. traffic. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, you're bringing thousands, I would say thousands of dollars into our local economy. Every and you're going to have people bitch about traffic. Yeah. Well, every small town ha- has a Karen. And traffic. Well, man. You know what grinds my beard? I'm curious. I gotta drink to this one. Because it plays off what our topic has been tonight. Complacency. Okay. I despise complacency in any sense. Okay. Especially in a small town. And here and here's why. I feel like Point Pleasant, a lot of Appalachia, a lot of small towns across the United States, they get to where they are in today's economy, in today's world, because of complacency. Yeah. People who are decision makers, who are or who have the ability to make change, mm-hmm. they become complacent. Uh, I like the way it is. This is how we how we've always done it. Yeah. And then nothing changes. Everything stays the same. It's cancerous. It's cancerous. Yeah. And then and then there's no progress. Yeah. And when your town has no progress, is when you fall way back. Yeah. I mean, you you look at small towns like Athens. You Mm -hmm. look at Asheville, North Carolina. Yep. You look at, I'm going to consider at this point, Huntington a small town. Oh, yeah. I mean, and Huntington faces the same plague that any other small town faces. I would put Huntington and Athens there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, at some point in time, people become complacent. Mm Mm-hmm. And things fall off the ledge. Yeah. And then it's a hell of a time to climb back up off of that and, and then see progress. Because, yeah. And for all of you negative listeners out there <laughs> yeah, who will disagree with what I'm about to say, Huntington has climbed back tremendously I would agree. in the past 10 years. I would agree. I mean, in 2000, 2000 between 2000 and 2008. Yeah. Huntington became kind of the, what people call, <laughs> what, Little Detroit. Yeah. And, and and since that time, like, I mean, are drugs still the problem? Yes. But where are they not a problem? However, right. you've seen small business grow. You've seen tourism grow. Yeah. You've seen them really clean up the town in terms of tearing down dilapidated buildings yeah. and homes. And Huntington's making a huge comeback, whether you want to believe it or not. Huntington's Megan's way. I agree. And in that same sense, other small towns have been too. Point yep. Pleasant, what, since 2016. Oh, my. We've Dang. gotten rid of pushing 35 dilapidated structures. Yeah. Small businesses have been popping up. Yeah. Like, left and right, dude. Yeah, left and right. Left yeah. and right, and, man. And, and that's due to people becoming not complacent. Yeah. People that have that have came into position where complacency is not an option. Yeah. And... Uh, I think that's what I'm going to kind of wrap up. I like that, dude. Is, uh, I complacency think is a complacency. Complacency is a plague. I agree. I agree. I, I think it, dude. I, I think, and you know, I've said it before in this in this segment or in this episode. Like when completely going off the cuff, and you look at it, yeah, uh, for our episode, like it has a hell of a theme of, you know, quit being negative, and and. 
always try to get better. Yeah. Want more yeah. for your town, for your community. And and when you look at being comfortable, being uncomfortable, taking that step to get better, it, it just falls in place with that. Like our whole theme has just, you know, piggybacked off one another in terms of how to get better. And like I know, I I know wholeheartedly that there is one person listening to this podcast thinking, "Damn, uh, I've kind of wanted to step out of my comfort zone and, and make a difference in my community, but." I'm I'm afraid of what people will say, yeah. and you know it doesn't matter. I'm the matter. biggest people pleaser ever. Yeah, but I've stepped out of that zone to dude, just try to have. try new things. We all have. Yeah, I mean that's and just like, a dude, personal and, and, for me. And it's a human it's a human thing. Are we going to get pissed off whenever people say something about us, or or when they try to uh, downplay or downgrade you know the the plans that we have? Of course they are. And then I just you know? drink a couple extra bush lights. You're right, and then we just drink to that and. Move on. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, guys, if you want to make a difference in your community, it takes a, it, it truly, and this is going to sound cliche as I'll get out, it truly takes a village of people that are, that are willing to have each other's backs, who are willing to rise and fall with one another at certain times throughout their experiment or throughout their, uh, you know, implementation of whatever they're wanting to throw at their community. And, and it goes from that. You know, I remember sitting when, when, Gabe was on, you know, in which we still are, uh, but but when Gabe presented an idea to city council about bringing beer down to Main Street, you know, that was, and that that was a that was a tough topic for our community to swallow, man. It, yeah, that was. And, that was and, controversial. And, and I understand, uh, you know, I completely understand. I'm not saying, um, you know, great things come from beer. I'm just saying one thing that we faced was, you know, years ago, um, we had a party barge that that came through quite during, often, during, I guess. Well, and, uh, it was a party barge during a f- certain festival. Yeah, and, and, and stuff got. And crazy. it was a shit show. Don't get me wrong; I'm yeah. sure it was. Uh, long before we were, I mean, we were probably like five and eight. No, no, it was 1993. Oh my God, I was two years old. I might have been four. So you know, my thing is like, guys, damn, like let's let's, <laughs> let's can we move past? Can we that? move past 93? Bunch. In 2000 and what? What year was that? 2016, 17 when we Six, brought that out no, for Bikes seven, and Barbecue? 17, 18. Okay, so like, can we... Yeah. It, it's been enough time here. Like, we can lick our wounds <laughs> from some drunk people getting in fist fights and but, stuff. That, I'm not going to lie. That was one of my favorite things. Uh, when they brought up that scenario of the last time there was alcohol yeah. allowed during festivals, I was like, I was three years old, guys. Yeah. I'm almost 30. Yeah. Like... We need to look at a way to try to reapproach. Yeah, and, and so just to connect the dots here, like we ended up having a festival with beer. Yeah, uh, great festival. Yeah, it turned out very with great well. bluegrass, great uh, barbecue. We had some some beers on tap. Like it flowed well, no issues. Nobody got hurt. No fights. Nobody like everybody had DD. It was just it was just a great ex- experience. Just like almost every other festival that goes yep. on in a small town. You're right. Yeah, I, it proved a lot of people wrong. It did, and that was. And I love that. I love it, it. And and people that were complacent were like, "Oh well, well maybe it does bring some money yeah. to our stores." But anywho, yeah, that's that's it. So if you guys are enjoying what we're talking about and everything, and and, and all of our content, uh, we just ask that you guys uh, like and share our podcast. Um, we're going to be on more and more uh, podcast platforms here in the very near future, including Apple Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, what Amazon Prime podcast and Google podcast. Yeah. Um, also, too, follow us along on our Instagram and Facebook 
at um well it's at what's Appalachian. it's yeah. kind of a unique name so it'd be yeah. easy to easy to find it's two beer cans with a couple beards <laughs> so uh look for our logo yeah and uh you follow along you can see some artsy fartsy stuff and uh see some stuff we're kind of sharing throughout the week some stories and whatnot so. yeah and guys if, if there's anything you guys want to contribute uh you know get us at our email at what's happalachnan at gmail.com you know don't don't feel scared to shoot us an email with maybe some experiences that you have in a small town maybe some issues that you guys face i'll hey i can share what grinds my beard you know even if you don't have one if you want to shoot us something that that grinds your beard and you guys want to Fill us in on something you're facing in your small town. I don't care. Uh, we'll we'll throw it out there and, and maybe discuss it. It could be a good good little topic for for Gabriel and I to 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 speak on. We we would love to. Yeah, I, I'd I'd feel feel honored to speak on that. So, uh, guys, we we thank you all uh, for coming in and, and uh, allowing us to join you all in your homesteads or your cars or your headphones. <laughs> Hell, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, But we'll shut the hell up now, and uh, hopefully you guys have a good upcoming week. And uh, we will talk to you soon, guys. This is Cody Greathouse signing off alongside Gabe Roush.